Good morning, good morning, good morning. You are now tuned in to the Off the Porch Podcast with the podcast point guard, Derek Lamont. Coming off them screens, hitting on them threes, giving you that information that you need. Coming off that back door, throwing that pass, getting you that easy bucket of information that only I can deliver to you. Hey, what's going on, everybody, this morning? Had some technical difficulties yesterday. Couldn't get get a good load in yesterday. Get a good stream. But I ain't going to stay away from y'all too long ever because I love being that point guard that is setting up them plays, making them crucial defensive stops, and doing everything that you get your information as clean and as factual and as non-biased as I can possibly give you. Shout out to the People's Choice Podcast, Alvin People's Dope Podcast, great podcast. You want to learn about some great people, great musicians, great people, body motivational speakers, bodybuilders, people of all different types of walk of life. Choose the People's Choice with Alvin People's. Um, also, if you're looking for new music to digest uh, for your rap palette, if you are a lover of the arts of rap, A1 Roberta song, son. Songs like Clickers nothing hey check them out anywhere that you digest and stream your music without any further ado shout out to mario vivas oscar maldonado the whole off the porch family olivia north carolina stand up 919-910-704-252 lord jesus i sound like a ludicrous in the area codes but hey Wanted to bring up early on in this show last night. Miles Bridges pled not guilty to numerous domestic abuse charges. And the one that got me, it kind of poked me in the eye. And now I really need to we really need to get some evidence to the table, even though it's not. It's not necessarily our business, but as far as we don't want to cast too many aspersions, child abuse. I don't know in what manner or angle they're defining child abuse. Could it be more of a psychological and mental type of situation that they would cause that to be abuse? Like a child seeing their mother, you know, get beat up on? But we're going to stay, we're going to stay tuned and locked on for that. And you know me, because of what I felt for Brother Bridges, I will be giving my content on that in every aspect that I can as information continues to, to drop. The Major League Baseball All-Star Game was Tuesday. Ratings went down again from the year before. I did a podcast previously, probably about three or four um, episodes down the pipe. Either way, about the popularity of Major League Baseball. I see now that they have some things that they're trying to use as innovation to make the game more interesting during the All-Star game. Like, for example, if it's a tie game in the ninth, instead of going into extra innings, it turns into a home run derby. First of all, I'm here for it. You mean to tell me that we ain't got to go to inning 13 and 14 of a 0-0 zero, zero 
no hitter, and we can go from a zero zero no hitter to a oh my god, we got a home run derby. I'm tuned in. I'm locked in. I'm ready. Who doesn't love home run derbies? I mean, you can't meet too many people who watch baseball or like baseball or know of baseball who don't like home run derby. The other glaring flaw right now that now that I'm seeing with Major League Baseball, at least with the All-Star game, because I was trying to trying to figure out why is their viewership still declining. We can we can account it to a lot of things. Like, people are outside now. You know, I'm outside. Yeah, people are outside now. So, yeah, that takes from some of the viewership. I know NBA hit was down a little bit. Even as a monster and a giant conglomerate as the NFL numbers was even was even down. But at least with this all-star game. See, this all-star game is highly important. See, for Major League Baseball right now, there are two key hitting points of bringing your target audience through the roof. And those two key ingredients, that all-star game, finding a way to make it entertaining, challenging, um, where they can do, like, trick catches, uh, amazing triple plays, double plays. Like, they need to go all out. I know All-Star, you're talking about injuries and so forth. But if you're trying to bring this product, these players should be willing to go all out because if you are going all out and you up here catching it, doing a backflip, tossing it to second, getting a double play and so forth, and your viewership goes up, four or 5%. Then that next year, you go up four or 5%. Next time, go to negotiate them TV deals. Now you're just not having your games on Fox, TBS, and ESPN. It just starts spreading everywhere. And then you start seeing like that NBA TV deal money. Incredible numbers, astronomical numbers for like NBA TV deals and NFL TV deals, they are astronomical. And for a sport with no salary cap, you should be trying to do everything innovative to bring more fans because you are the ones that actually have the ability to pay the king's ransom for any player that you so choose. Whatever player you choose, you can have if you got the bread. Like, if you really think about it, like, the New York Yankees could buy an all-star team every year. True. They did it almost every year. But to get back to my point of an idea would make it great for them, maybe they should take the approach that, like, Major League Baseball has adopted. Not Major League Baseball, but the NBA. Or the NFL has adopted, which is instead of the American League playing the National League, take your two top vote getters and let them draft a team. At least they starters or whatever, and then they can do any. I know there's a lot of baseball players, and then you can find like some random computer generator to fill out the rest if that's so be it, if it's too long of a process. But I even think that the draft would be entertaining. 
keep the element that if it has to go into the extra inning or what we call overtime, that you would have a home run derby and battle. Because it does, who wants to watch an all-star game when the American League wins every year? Not every other year. Not every three years. Not a bounce back. No, no, no. Every year. Never lost the ball ball. Never lost. Nine straight all-star victories. And I know you be like, D, who cares about the all-star game? But think about it mentally. Let's say you are the casual sports fan. You do not have that that prior information. And you decided, I'm going to go to my homie house and hang out with my homie. And my homie watching the all-star game. And you be like, oh, so the biggest stars, this should be good. I would like to see who won. And he be like, well, brother, American League won nine years in a row. 35% of your interest in that game probably has just went on and you probably in on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, whatever you like to do. I feel like their postseason... I don't know how to sell that. And I'm not going to sit in here in front of your family and tell you how to sell it. I still think it all goes back to you've got to break the 162 games. That 162 games, even if you are a season ticket holder for a team, you have to be absolutely burnt out literally by the first round of the playoffs after 162 games of baseball you know what it might have just hit me fam if you're gonna have 162 games and you kind of gonna have people tune in and your your aim is to tune in and diversify your audience and so forth maybe they should do what the NBA is trying to do, or at least have been talking about doing, and have a midseason tournament. You know, something to just splash a little razzle-dazzle into the mix of it, not the monotony. You know, you think about it. You got that housewife, great person, good with the kids, love you to death, but every day, just get up, Get the kids ready, manage the kids, maintain the house. Get up, manage the kids, manage the house. Get up, manage the kids, manage the house. And that woman can love you 10,000%. But if there ain't no breaking breaking the monotony and add a little razzle-dazzle to that relationship, it gets stale. It gets old. And at the end of the day, you'll still be like, oh, I love you. But something is off. Major League Baseball, Commissioner Manfred, if that's your if your name correctly. 
I love you. But it's old, man. It's stale, man. Give me something new, man. All right, well, that's my take on on that end of the All-Star game. I really wanted to get on here and get into my my LeBron James type of situation. I want to talk about a lot of what I'm hearing about the Lakers right now, a certain situation. And I really want to delve into comments that he made on the shop. I'm not going to get into the topic of Boston being racist. I feel like if you are a sports fan and you deal with sports and you love sports and you know historically in sports, you've either heard some stories, saw an interview, or saw something that you thought maybe resembles. If I was to go into that one, I wouldn't just want to go into Boston. I would like to make that a whole episode of just, I guess, it would be the racism, more hidden racism in sport. Look at us cooking while we serving. Hmm. But in that being said, with that being said, LeBron James was on the shop this weekend. And if you don't know what that shop, what the shop is, it's a show that was created and produced by him and his longtime friend, Rich Paul. Kind of have a barbershop setting. Brings in celebrities, friends, all type. And they sit down and they discuss all different type of social topics, things in their life, obstacles, so forth. It's actually an ingenious concept. I think it's an actual beautiful concept of a show. But while he was on that show, family, he made a statement that was indirectly to three people, but then also directly to two people in particular. Now, the statement he made was that he is in a obsession with championship or bust. That's what drives him. That's what pushes him. That's what gets him going. That's what he, at his age now, still training like he is a 22-year-old young man, still coming out here with a NFL physique, still playing at a high level and championship or bust mainly because we know that that window is starting to get smaller every year hasn't made any kind of significant noise in the playoffs in the last two years that's not the part of the statement that that gets to me but we're getting there It's when he made the statement of the frustration when he know that there's people in the building that don't have that same obsession 
or are not attempting to lean into the thought process of championship or bust. You are the Los Angeles Lakers. You are what you would call a blue blue blood of your professional sport. You're up there. You're high tier. Anytime they talk of best teams and legacies and dynasties, you're always going to be in the conversation. When they talk about the best players to leave an impact on the game of basketball, you always are going to have players on that list. So it should always be championship or books. You in a city where championships are bought. They don't draft like that. Stan Kroenke of the LA Rams at that Super Bowl um, parade after that Super Bowl. His shirt said F them draft picks and guess who liked the picture? LeBron James. See, there's certain markets. You know, they just say, you know, well, the bigger markets and then you got your little markets and so forth. Okay, fine. But sometimes it's not about the market. It's about the production of the team in the market. Because when you build a dynasty, you have now added another value to that market. Last year, when they were trying to figure out what pieces to put around AD and LeBron James, always getting hung up about a draft pick. I'm hearing here with with Kyrie Irving and the Nets, there's not a lot of conversation going on at this moment, and a lot of the hang-up is about draft picks. All right? You can't convince me. You can't convince me in any form or fashion. that the Los Angeles Lakers value their future. There is no way possible that they can value their future in any form or fashion. When when they wanted to bring Anthony Davis into the scenario, we watched Kyle Kuzma, we watched Brandon Ingram, we watched just a plethora of young talent end up having the lead. You didn't want to give the money to Caruso when Caruso actually helped y'all get to where y'all needed to be. I understand that he had caught a little weed charge or whatever, but I mean, y'all gone. It was in the news cycle for what, all of 15, 20 minutes? Didn't seem like Chicago seemed to bother about whether whether that was going to be a problem. Lonzo Ball, which I still say that was a double-edged sword. It could have been better. Could have been worse. I think it was better for him to get out of L.A. Mr. Never Lost. Daddy or whatever, it took it to another level. But what we still say, what I'm telling you that it was saying indirectly, he's telling Jenny Buss and Rob Palenka, you need to get on this train. Only got one more year and I can opt out. And I have shown you that if you force my hand, I will go on to somewhere else. LeBron James 
is too talented of an athlete that even if we were saying that he was 27 years old or 28 years old, there would be no excuse for why they couldn't put a team around him. The thing is, when you play championship or bust and you play that mentality, you really got to push all your, your chips in, un, at the table. And that's where the indirect come to that third person, which that third person would be Russell Westbrook. Russell, I hope you worked on your game all summer. I hear about the little powwow y'all had that y'all was going to make this thing work. But Russell, unless you got a jump shot transplant, my man, and a turnover ectomy, I just don't know how you can contribute consistently to help that team even be a contender. I don't blame Russell Westbrook for just not working. Because Russell never really should have been there in the first place. I don't really blame LeBron, even though we know LeBron, the GM. Because they the boss. They, at the end of the day, yeah, you want to make the GM happy. But Jenny Buzz, you signed the check. The Lakers were great 